Hello, I'm Nadia Bilchik, and I am beyond delighted to be joined by my very special friend and certainly one of Atlanta's most well-known weight loss consultants, nutritionists, and she is none other than Cheryl Westerman. Cheryl, I'm so delighted to be doing this. We have waited a long time. Well, Nadia, I couldn't agree more. I am even more excited than you. <laughs> so here we are, COVID-19, and I know you always look at the world with humor, so... Well, you know, what I'm saying is now with COVID, what's scary at this point, taking your temperature or weighing yourself. And <laughs> I think at some point, a lot of people might, you know, sort of laugh at that. Um, but it is a very scary, it's a scary world out there. And people, Nadia, are so afraid. They're all cooped up in their homes. And at normal times, people are, you know, food and alcohol is always in good times a big issue. So people are now drinking and eating. And the consequences are going to be very, very grave because it's so easy to gain weight and it's so hard to lose weight. And it's so difficult at this time in our lives because as you say there's this external chaos going on and a sense of insecurity and food as you often say is just such a form of comfort totally you know my belief has always been you have to change the narrative in your head you know um you just have to understand that you've got to make decisions and now that we are at home you know we can cook because people would always say I don't have time to cook or people would always say to me you know we have social gatherings and we have social things going on well now we don't so in actual fact a lot of my clients have taken this as perfect opportunity to actually lose weight because it really is you can cook in your own home if you're not entertaining you're not going to functions so, you know, spin the two, you know, just turn it around into a positive and say, yeah, maybe now I can really do something. So for people who are taking the time to cook, I know you have a wonderful recipe book and people can get that on CherylWesterman.com. And, and my own daughter, Cheryl, and I share this with the audience, um, the year before her wedding with you lost something like 50 pounds and she did it by eating. Certainly. So for somebody who's listening to this and who's going, I know I should be taking my life into my own hands and taking charge. How does one even begin? Well, you know, Nadia, there's so much information out there that it's mind boggling. And people, there is, you know, people, I always say there's no money like that money because people are desperate and desperate people do desperate things. But in order to lose weight, you actually have to eat. And people also believe that carbs are the absolute enemy. And I do not believe that. I, you know, I let my clients have everything across the board. It's all about moderation. It's about knowing what to eat, when to eat, what you really like to eat. Also important to what your triggers are and that you certainly don't want to eat. But, you know, I remember when your daughter, Alexa, came on the journey with me, she was afraid because she thought, well, how can I eat bread? How can I eat potatoes? And a lot of my clients are, you know, they are absolutely shocked at that because people eat nuts. And just to tell your listeners, one cup of nuts is equivalent to eight baked potatoes. The thing is, they don't actually understand that it's all really at the end of the day. It's calories in, calories out. And what foods you do need, which times of the day, what fills you up. 
you know, I always believe it's good to eat protein and starch together. So I think people just need to understand that they don't have to starve. In fact, starving is wasted suffering. Yes. And, you know, you speak about that. There's a big movement towards the intermittent fasting where you do hours of a day of not eating. What are your thoughts about that? Nadia, I think that is so bad. It is so temporary. I have so many people that I have seen that have tried it. And of course, all these things will work for two weeks. But we're human beings. You know, we can't do this. You can't pretend for longer than two weeks. And what happens is then you just totally lose it. You get terribly despondent. Then, you know, it's also a mind game because you pump yourself up. I'm going to do this. You start. You're all excited. You see the scale go down, then the scale goes all the way up, and then you have to re-motivate yourself. And every time you restart, it's not easy starting again mentally. So I think anything, you know, everything, there's going to be a COVID diet now, now it's intermittent fasting. Somebody is always going to come up. And food is food. It's like moving the furniture around in the room. So I don't believe in that. I don't think it's healthy. I think, you know, in the morning, I do believe that people need to eat and people that do intermittent fasting don't eat all day. And I think that, you know, how can you uh, perform well at work? How can you feel good? How can you exercise? It's just nonsense because people that have not been successful on anything else are looking for anything. They're clutching at straws. And then the other popular one, of course, is the keto diet. You know, it's another form of things. And I'm sure some people have been successful on it. But again, it's not a lifestyle. I mean, back to biblical times, you know, when you think about that, people ate bread, people, you know, ate real food. And when you have to eliminate certain food completely out of your group, that's when you're going to start running into problems. And what I believe is that I think you can have all foods. If a client wants something sweet after dinner, I know what to give them. If they want to have a drink when they go out, I know. But then I have to say, well, you know, if you want to drink your fruits, then you're going to have to forego something else. So what is something sweet that you do recommend after dinner? Well, I really like the Nougat Bar. That's been my favorite, and I don't know how I would survive without it. And as of late, I've actually been crunching it up and putting it in Sajay yogurt. So you can buy those, I think. Well, I keep them, and you can also get them online, and you can get them at Whole Foods. Um, I think having a popsicle after dinner, there's a lot of new ones that are out that are really good. Um, the Yazo bar is great. It's 100 calories. You can have Trader Joe's keep these um, little Miss meringues. You can have kettle corn popcorn. Um, you can have, I'm even giving out my clients to have what they used to have in the olden days, those sort of uh, like cinnamon, big uh, hot, whatever they're called. I can't even remember what they're called. But, um, or even if you have two Tootsie Roll Pops or even two pieces of chocolate, if you know that you can stop at that. The point is knowing, like, you know, I always say to clients, don't have a cookie. If that is going to be your trigger, let's find something else. So for someone that wants something sweet, I can always give them, I've, I've got something new at the moment, which I really like, which is a protein drink. And um, I'm telling people it's premier protein, which you can get at Publix. I like the caramel taste, and you can add that to cold brewed coffee. So that's like and a have some kind of latte, yes. It's delicious. 
something I know because you worked with my daughter Alexa was certain amounts of starches, certain amounts of protein. So for people who are listening, give us an idea of what a protein is, what a starch is, and how you have so skillfully managed to educate your clients as to the nutritional value of food. Well, I think proteins really are your building blocks. So you really want to always be top heavy on proteins. And proteins in my world consist of chicken, fish, of course, red meat you can eat, but once a week. Shrimp is really low in calories. So, you know, if, if you have seven proteins a day, eight shrimp is one protein. So for your listeners out there, you know, go and get a lot of shrimp. Then you then it not goes kosher down. or halal, but for people who aren't kosher or halal. Absolutely. Lucky them. Okay. But otherwise for people that are, they can have white fish. Because white fish is the lowest. Then you go on to, you know, tuna. Then salmon is the highest because it's a fattier fish. Then, you know, you've got all your poultry, you've got um your eggs, and I believe that cheese is protein, and I believe cheese is an absolute no no. Not all cheeses. I give my clients certain cheeses. But for instance, I was at a party a few weeks ago and there was a few girls and there was a cheese board. Well, I did not listen to my own own message in my head. I changed the narrative and decided to eat what I wanted. Needless to say, after two days, I was up three and a half pounds. So cheese in small quantities and certain cheeses. Um, as far as starches go, starches are breads, and there certainly are many breads that are available that are 40 calories, and you know, people might say, well, this is really a healthy bread, but it might be 150 calories. So, you so just, what bread would, do you recommend? Well, I like the Nature's Own Whole Wheat, 100% Whole Wheat. I like the Dave's Chiller Bread. I also like the English muffins. And um, then there's also an array of crackers that I like. I like Wasser, Light and Lively. I think those are really great. And now Trader Joe's, which is one of my favorite stores, which I'll plug, have come out with carb-savvy tortillas, which are 45 calories each. You do post these on your Instagram. And I Cheryl's do. Instagram is at Cheryl Westerman with an S, Cheryl. No, it's, it's, I think it's Cher Westerman, S-H-E-R. Okay. Excellent. I do. I because you post them and that's very helpful. As soon as I find something, you know, I'm so excited because my deal is to share it with my clients. One thing that I found, just to let your listeners know, they're called nourish bowls and you can only get them at Kroger. They're 230 calories and they really are delicious. They come filled with vegetables, they have like a little sauce and they have a small little packet of cheese. And if you have that and you go and you don't feel like cooking and you can go and buy sliced turkey, you can buy low sodium, I like the boar's head, you can buy grilled chicken from Trader Joe's, that's easy. So I have a client at the moment who, you know, does not want to go making vegetables and she is living on these nourish rolls and lost a lot of weight and it's very, very healthy as well. And the hidden calories in things like dressings, things and fruit juices that people, yes. That's a great point that you brought up. Dressings, really, you have to be careful of. And um, the ones that I like are also Trader Joe's has a very light, um, fat-free, balsamic. Bolt House at Kroger and Publix have one. But the days of, you know, just pouring Caesar dressing, I always say, have your dressing on the side. 
take your fork and just dip it. And at the end, you will see you're going to be just as satisfied with a small portion. It's interesting for you because you see people who manage to lose the weight and keep it off. And then those that lose the weight and somehow, which can be mystifying, put it back on. So what advice do you give to somebody who has managed to lose 50, 60 pounds and they come back and they've gained it back? You know, I always tell my clients, and my biggest thing is the narrative in your head. You've got to change the message in your head. Um, If you are, again, it's so easy to gain, but, you know, things when I tell my clients, I hope when they know I say hunger is the very first element of self-discipline. If you can control what you drink and eat, you can control everything else. So I have one client who actually has written on her wall, on her, you know, on her um, mirror and lipstick, what I've said, because I talk about two muscles, muscles, your resistance and your giving in. So if they pay attention and they listen to that and they are so fearful of gaining the weight back and they come in for week, you know, monthly check-ins, I have some people that come four times a year. Those are the people that normally do well. The ones that think that they've really got it and they found it and they start eating and then three pounds becomes five pounds. I always say when it comes to three pounds, that's when you've got to have the red light. So then what happens is three pounds becomes six pounds and they choose not to think about it. And then they say, well, I won't go back to her because I can handle this. But they can't handle it. And then it's a runaway train. And then before they realize that they've gained 20 pounds. Do you know how easy it is to gain? I told you, I gained three pounds on a two-day weekend of not eating even everything that I wanted. So if people only understand consequences and they have to understand that you're always in the traffic, that is my line to my clients. Even when you do get to your goal, you have not passed, you know, it's not like, well, I've got my doctorate. You're never, ever out of the traffic. I've heard you say is if you do find yourself relapsing, you find yourself going to a party and eating more than you had hoped to. I've heard you say, don't beat yourself up. You didn't rob a bank and you didn't take anyone's life savings. Absolutely. Not at all. I mean, I have lived my life like that. I I don't want to serve me. I wish I was somebody that didn't want to, but I enjoy those things. So when my weight, you know, it's during the week, I try very hard. And on the weekend, especially when I come to your house, Nadia, that's a real disaster for me. I know that's a two-pound gain because your husband, Steve, is such a good cook and you always have right. such fabulous things. But then I don't beat myself up because then on Monday, I'm back on the horse. And I know that it's okay. You know, you can't have everything all the time, but you can have it once a week or twice a week, sure you can go out and have a pizza. Sure you could go out and have a burger and fries. But you've got to make sure that you can't do this whilst you're losing. When you're at your goal weight, yes, you can do it. I think when you're at your goal weight, most importantly, you have to weigh yourself every day. Because those, I take a travel scale that weighs a pound off me on vacation. Because I can have one day a day on vacation and then the next day I have to say, well, sure, well, you better recycle it. So, you know, that's the story. Keeping it off is not a secret. It's just how much do you love? Everybody is happy being slim. 
everybody says their lives are more manageable. They love their life. They love dressing. Nobody is happy being overweight, and they know this. But somehow or other, they just choose to not to not listen to the message in their head. You know, they've got to think with their head, and they've got to say, "I cannot do what I want to do. If I do, my life is going to become unmanageable." I think you can be healthy and be a little overweight, but you're talking about where it becomes a health issue. But for people sure. who feel like they were always slim and suddenly they get into their mid-50s or 60s and they gain weight. I see a lot of that. And for those people, it's even harder for people that have their whole lives that have had to watch their weight because these people all of a sudden, you know, have going to menopause and they can't understand. And they look at me with some magician because they said they've been in menopause for three years. And I say, well, I know you've gained 30 pounds because it's 10 pounds a year. So they too then have to change. I don't think menopause, I think what it means, Nadia, is that what you manage to get away with in your younger days before menopause, you are not going to get away with when you're in menopause. So menopause doesn't necessarily make you gain weight, but you can't eat what you used to. And doctors don't tell their patients that. You know, they should just say, you're going into menopause now and you're going to have to change the way you eat. So a lot of women that I see um, come to me and, you know, they've already gained weight and they are completely and actually distraught. And they, I, you know, I say, sorry, the, the gravy train's over. Now join in line. You know, now you've got to do what we all do. And they do it and, you know, some of them do it and some of them don't do it. But for the most part, if you really want to do it, you're not going to be suffering. And you've got this wonderful recipe book. Maybe share one of or two of your favorite recipes that surprise people that they're not highly calorific. Well, what I have, I like something which is my favorite tool in the kitchen. It's called a copper crisper. And I have a client who's very fussy with cooking and he loved French fries. And I told him to make potato chips and put it on the copper crisper and use olive oil spray and salt and pepper on high. And he said to me, his wife said, there is no way in this world that you did not cook these in olive oil. So the copper crisper is fabulous for all vegetables. I do green beans. I just posted something on Instagram, which is delicious. Again, thin green beans, the French green beans, olive oil spray, whatever spice, whatever cumin, whatever you like, high oven for a short period of time. That's the new way of cooking vegetables. And all of these are available in your book. Your Instagram is at Cher Westerman. So I suggest you follow Cheryl because, you know, you make it manageable. You've given people ideas. Um, One of the things I've learned from you is the Ezekiel bread and the ability to have a slice of toast with something on it is often less calories, more nourishing, more nurturing than having something that you expect, you know, when you think of the avos and the nuts, although they're sure. healthy, the ability to do it in moderation. Well, people are ecstatic. I mean, Alexa, your daughter used to have, well, and still now has two slices of toast with a boiled egg, laughing cow like cheese, tomato, lettuce, and I mean, it's really delicious. I posted something on my Instagram the other day. So you're not sacrificing taste and you're not sacrificing hunger, you are. And then, of course, you can have a mid-morning snack, and then you'll have lunch, 
and you can have a mid-afternoon snack, and then you can have dinner, and you can have a dinner, you know, after-dinner snack. And so something just, else that you've always said is is the preparation. That's so much, you know, we think of it only as willpower, but I think what you do so skillfully once again is help people prepare so that when they are hungry, food is accessible. Absolutely. Well, that's why, you know, I'm a great component of Trader Joe's. There are many things. If you can't cook, there's a lot of things that I do have that I suggest. And I always say prep on Sunday. Make sure that you've got cut-up stuff. For example, you know, you can get cut-up jicama. You can have carrots. You can have celery. You can squeeze some lime juice and Trader Joe's have a chili lime uh, seasoning. But have things available. You know, don't run out. Because if you run out, you've got to have fresh produce. Look, losing weight, if you want to do it properly, it is work. You are going to have to. There is no easy, easy way out. But it's work that when you see the benefits and you see the scale going down, it becomes the heart. Sometimes I have to tell clients, no, you can't lose weight anymore. You know, because they are so high on this. You know, somebody once said to me, it actually tastes better not eating it than eating it. Because right. they found their new freedom. Food is no longer their source of comfort because they, so many people have said to me, you know, I live my life doing things only that I can do, not what I want to do. I haven't had photos with my children and they're growing up. There's and so now I can. That have, you know, I don't want to go to the beach. Um, so many things that people will regret later in life. And, you know, I always just say it's never too late to start. Every day is a new day. You can start now. You don't need anybody to, you know, there's nobody that you have to answer to except yourself. And you have to say, how do I like my life now? Do I feel healthy? Am I afraid of my health? Is, do I have, you know, people come to me and say, I've got an onset of diabetes and that has to scare them into doing that. Nobody can get away with doing what they want. You can't beat the system. You just can't. There are rules to everything in life. You know, we will park where we, uh, like now with COVID, we have to walk around with masks. And there are rules to eating. And if people just understand that and understand that they are not really hungry, it's more of there's a Japanese word that I've written on my Instagram, and I can't quite think of the word now. People can access it. But it says your mouth is lonely. Your tongue is lonely. Mm. So, you know, it's People just, who eat for comfort. People that eat for comfort. But the problem is eating for comfort is going to just make it worse. It's a vicious cycle. You know, nothing that you can eat to comfort you. You can't feed a feeling, Nadia. There's nothing that you can eat that is going to feed a feeling, no matter what it is, because you just can't. You right, know, and so, food and is so often used to numb you. It's used as an antidepressant. Absolutely. Totally, and it just can't. So, you know, people just have to take control of their lives and realize that you have to I always say, you know, someone asked me a question the other day, and they said, you know, if I lived on my own and was older, would I still eat this way? And I said, absolutely. And they said, wouldn't you want to eat whatever you want? And I said, no, because I have to wake up each day and I have to face the world. And I don't want to wake up in a bad mood that my clothes don't fit, that I don't feel good about myself. You know, in the beginning, are not happy. I need to put them up to an IV drip because of, of Prozac. They're very unhappy. 
And three months later, they are the happiest people and the happiest marriages. Their lives right. change because they're unhappy within themselves. And I think what you're saying is also somehow when we have there's so much in our worlds we cannot control that when there is an area of our lives that we feel in control, it makes us feel safer. Cheryl Westerman, I have loved our time together as both a dear friend and weight loss consultant and nutritionist. Cheryl, people are saying that people will emerge from COVID-19 either as a monk, a drunk, or a chunk. So if you don't want to emerge from COVID-19 as a chunk, it's at CherylWesterman.com and it's at Cher Westerman and her cookery book is wonderful. I've tried many recipes. And Cheryl, just one word as we end this or one sentence of inspiration to our listeners. You can do it. I love that. Let's say Cheryl Westerman, you can do it and Cheryl can help. Cheryl Westerman, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thank you.